0: Let's do it. What up? So it's a Saturday. I'm off work. Chilling like I do, you know. Now, I spent most of the day getting work done. I got so much of the other stuff out the way lately, over the past year or so. Then I'm kind of on top of my game with life things. So I find myself having the time to do my writing, whether it be songs. Uh, I recorded, you know, my game pieces and stuff like that throughout the month. So I got those stacked up. So my current inventory is on deck and I was sitting at the bar. Now I go to the bar. Or restaurant, I sit in there with my notepad and I wrote down uh, some topics and elaborated on them. My notes, you know, water your notes. Got those prepared. So I got my game pieces ready. You know what I mean? Got my clips up on that. Write my songs. So that's basically what I've been doing for the bulk of the day. You know, Friday, yesterday, I did my handling business. So... Usually when I got two days off like that, I actually have to still plan in a planner and in my mind everything I'm going to get done because in two days, one of them I'll spend running around handling the business where I physically got to be all over the place. I may go out the area, come back. I usually do that one day out of two day weekend. So anyway, took care of that. Now today doing all this writing. I end up going to some coffee shop in Annapolis, right, which is the capital of Maryland, contrary to nineteen out of twenty people you ask who think it's Baltimore. It's not so I'm at some coffee shop, just relaxing, get more work done. bonus at this point because I already' done so much work today, watching the games I was on t v and relaxing and eating good man'. I'm on top of my game right now. Things are simple. You know, hopefully that doesn't mean something bad's coming. You know, but when you shop, you know to expect that. Things are going too smooth right now. Prepare for tougher times. But, I was at a coffee shop and, uh, I noticed something that at the same place I was hearing before. Now, this is a unique place because it's tiny. It's like, They got space for you to sit down, but it's almost like sitting in a dining room. That's how small the shop is. And people are coming and going, but there's no music playing as far as I remember, or it's not loud if it is. So you can hear whatever's going on in the room, right? Number one thing is funny is the girls behind the register They'll sit there and have a conversation with the customer, and the customer leaves. And they'll sit there and have an afterthought after the customer walked out. They'll elaborate and break down and analyze who this guy is or who that girl is and what they do, depending, you know, on who it is. So I hear it, and I just... Laughed at myself like, man, don't be doing all that when I leave this joint. Don't be watching me like that, you know. But I noticed one of the girls. She gives me a little bit of attention, like, because I don't say anything. I never had a conversation with her and how women are. She wants to know how I sound like, what I talk about, because I know from the conversations I'm hearing her have with the other girl that she like to analyze stuff like that she can't get a good read on me so she can assume I'm um, one type of way or another but she's like itching for me to say something and I'll purposely play around with this and I'll talk to the other girl and then she always jumps in <laughs> you know what I mean and that by the way is some game for you men don't automatically go to the hot girl you got two girls and one of them is like universally hotter than the other one now I'm kind of Stepping on the other girl. That girl's alright. I ain't mean to slam it like that. It's the way I pieced that together. It sounded funny. But when you talk to the not so hot one. That doesn't get all the attention. That's a way to convey value by the way. If you're so numb to dealing with women of a certain look. Then you took away the one weapon she has. You see. The weapon she always has, whether you know her or you don't, she always has that weapon. Now, personality plays a part after, but you took away the number one weapon that basically she's conditioned to think you're driven and ruled by. So, and when you talk to the girl who's not as tight as the other one. Now, this is a preference too. you know, depending on who you're talking to is subjective. But if you talk to one is is not. As hot as her. It can mean two things. So it's up to her interpretation. Number one. You got to be confident enough. Smooth enough. Sharp enough. And have it displayed outwardly. So it conveys the fact. That you're the cool guy. And you decided to speak to her. Not to the point where. You look like you don't have confidence. You're not on a point, And you had to go for the girl. Who wasn't as hot as the other one. See that. So it depends on who. You are and who people perceive you as. But anyway, this isn't really about me, what I'm saying. But those two girls are sitting back there. It's a combination of them. I mean, they alternate. It's like four girls I've seen back there total. But out of these couple I keep seeing in, in there on a regular basis, those are the ones who look at the customers and gossip basically about them. So, But what I noticed... From the last few weeks that I've been in there, I usually go on like a Saturday when I'm off like this and I'm kind of relaxing. I notice what the guys come in and do, which is a bad look for them. Now, number one, I'll say they're putting in their bid, good for them, check mark. They're being sociable, acknowledging the room, check mark. Now, they're in the have a good one frame, (laughs) you know, the high pitch, they call it trying to make rapport instead of breaking rapport. It's not how normal people talk or normal people talk to people they know already and stuff like that. So, but once again, credit for them being sociable, respect. But the mistake I keep hearing, mistake as far as I see it, is that they're, running off their resume to the joint. They come in and the girl asks them one question and they'll just try to pepper the conversation with all the things they got going on, how they're in school, how they do this, how they work here, how they travel. Part of it is making conversation, but a larger part is you qualifying yourself to the broads, which is a no, 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 no. Even if you do something interesting, if you walk in there, this where the naval base is. So you come in there with a military suit or whatever they call it, and you're with the Navy, you looking sharp. You see, you and your character because you got on your suit. Or a cop, you coming in there with your, your suit on and you're you looking like something. You still downplay it. Because... Regular man doesn't have to wear his whoever you are suit for it to come across in your character. But an extreme and obvious, somebody who wears certain attire that alludes to who they are and what they do, downplay it always. The seriousness of your character will come across in how you carry yourself. And just by contrast, see the thing is, we always are conditioned to think that we want to separate ourselves from other men. As far as dating, say something every other guy is not going to say, which is good and it's not so good to think that way because you're not there to compete with other people. Your idea and aim should not be competition with other people in the room. You shouldn't come in, value scan, look at the men in the room and see where you stand in in the order compared to them. That's the wrong way to go about it. But ironically, you separate yourself from other men when you concentrate on you. So when you stop worrying about other men. And you carry yourself correctly. And you in relation to the woman. You step past other men. That's how, you, that's how you create your separation. But coming in and running off your resume. And what you're down here for. Why you're in the area. When you come back and all that. It comes across as try hard. Maybe it is. Maybe you just need something to fill the space. Because How many of us are like superb conversationalists with somebody we think we like some? So naturally, just to be able to fill the space and have enough to say is good enough. And it is initially. But when you put yourself in social situations the way you have to keep interacting, keep interacting. Or if you tape yourself doing it or somebody records you doing it, you'll see how you come off. It's not like if I'm talking to a guy I know already and we cool, and we chopping it up. It's going to come across differently, typically because I'm not trying to prove myself to this person that I'm cool with already. I'm not trying to. How do I look like I'm somebody? How do I sound important? What do I need to drop in the conversation? She asks what I do. She sees me with a notepad and she she's wondering what I write. This is my perfect opportunity to display my value. That's how men think. Because most of what you do Has a strong pinch of It will impress the opposite sex I remember from the giddy. I know just like anybody else man You play sports because you love it But why else do you play sports It's your asterisk You make good money Which is great for you But why else do you want to make good money See that Now that has something to do with dating partners but you're making it a larger part than what it actually is. It gives you an asterisk. But as I always say, your money will get you everywhere your game can't close. So you're going to wet yourself if you're not prepared or sharp. There's just no way around it. Because you, con- you can have... I was about to say conversate. Somebody said conversate is not a real word. But I use it. So you can conversate or have a conversation with someone. And you'll leak... This cup You're trying to hold and put on a character and not show these certain signs. You have tales in there that you're not realizing because you're coming from a space of how do I look like? Not that I am already. So I hear these guys. And of course, I don't say anything. I'm just sitting there listening. Not trying to. But if it's quiet and you're in one room together, you can hear what's going on. And I I can't say it doesn't work because I'm sure it does. If it can, but you got to remember, everything has worked in time. Everything works once in a while. Work I put in quotes. Work. Did it work? Did it work? I mean, I don't like to word it that way because it's like you're pursuing a prize. Or did it work? Did you get the prize? I don't really like to word it that way, but for the sake of what I'm saying, I will. But everything has worked throughout time. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. You're luckily, or by luck, will end up with some women sometime. You'll get decent results sometime. But any man I can think of, yeah, he gets subpar results, but he gets some type of results. They're never where he wants them. Every man I know with a partner wants more. Trust me. All of them. And I don't usually say all, every, but to the best of my knowledge, 99.7% of men I know, they want better results, married, partners, whatever. So everything can work. So I'm not saying you going in and running off your resume and qualifying yourself to the woman can't get you a result you want, but it's not a habit you want to form. Number one, when you do it and he does it and he does it, what's going on? You're auctioning. You're raising the value because she's conditioned to know you're going to come in and list off your resume. He's going to come in and list off his resume. This is what I do. This is what I did. This is where I'm going. This is my goal. How does that sound? Does that impress you? See what I mean? Then the next one does it. You're auctioning which is inherently backwards, you're perpetuating the cycle that already started. The myth on earth is that men want sex more than women do. They do now because we got here to the point where you're conditioned to reach and she's conditioned to lay back in the cut. So yeah, technically now, but it started as a trend the first couple of simps who reached and reached and reached, the women just got smart, like okay. You both need it because why? The earth would end if neither side relented. But we did first. And that's why you get raggedy results. You don't want it more than them. That's that's myth. That's somebody throwing theories on what they know to be true already. They throw all these great sounding theories on it and try to figure out why men want it more. They're just going on that as the fact. They're not thinking that that's just how it started and that became a trend. If we stopped it now and flip-flopped it for a couple of generations, you wouldn't know over time where guys were bellyaching like this. Raising the value of regular women. But that's what's happening. You're auctioning. And truth is, it's totally backwards. Because what do you do when you deal with a woman? Why when you're having a conversation and you're just meeting each other, even when you're flirting with them? I I don't. Number one, I, I do not truly advocate flirting because most men don't have the ability to understand what's flirting and what's her teasing you. The line is blurred for you. Most of the time when you think you're flirting, she's teasing you. What you're doing when you're flirting typically is displaying your thirst. So she can decide to lay with you, but she knows you want it. If she has what you want, she won the game already. Because what does she want? She wants your validation. You already given her validation. So if she decides to lay with you from that point, yeah, you got lucky. But she doesn't have to because you already gave her one of her forms of an orgasm. Validation, attention. Right? So you want her to qualify herself for you. So when you're having a conversation and you're flirting or it's a fun conversation and her emotions are spiked in it. I learned from R.S.D. Tyler to ground it from there. You want to bring her back down to a normal Talking space and voice like she does with a friend, not a gossip girl, but a friend, somebody she's comfortable with that she respects. You see that? So she's still speaking to an authority, but she's comfortable with you. You ground the conversation so it's not spike, flirt, spike, flirt. You bring it down so... In her regular state, it makes sense for her to deal with you. So that way, when you reach out to her, she reaches out to you. She doesn't have to be in a certain state for you to basically pick up where you left off. Of course, nothing's 100%. But this is the idea and the frame you want to be coming from. Right? So she's supposed to be qualifying herself to you. When you have the value. But you can't get past her one weapon. (laughs) You see, so these guys coming in here, they're shoving the validation on the table and then waiting to get something in return. That's backwards. You reward for compliance. When her investment temperature is up, she gets a reward for that. Otherwise, you're mistraining. You don't come in and give her praise, give her props, give her validation until she's done something to earn it first. You're putting the validation ahead of her investment, which is backwards. It sounds good, but you got to think. Women have self-esteem issues as a whole like you do, like we do as a whole. Once again, as I always say, women need you to chase them. Because of their lack of self-esteem You do it Because of yours Right So By that simple Way of looking at it You don't come in And push everything you have Every credential to the table Is this good enough? I did this I do that I treat a woman this way You know Saying things because you know the woman's within earshot. Playing this whole character and role to somebody else because you know she can hear. Or hoping the information gets to her. That's out. That's where we are now. But that's supplicating. That's what's getting you those D plus results. Any man I know got them. Reality. At some point I'm going to put out. My pickup material. That's another facet that I have. When you look my name up, it says like musical artists and stuff like that. But I'm working on a documentary right now where I have that in there. Pick up stuff. So teach guys how to meet women. And of course, you know, I know how to teach a guy how to deal with the women. And speaking of that, I'm glad I brought that up. I know guys personally. One guy in particular. He's cool, but what do I say? What makes one woman the same as the next woman, as the next woman, as the next woman? Then I'm going to meet in 10 years that woman, and the woman I meet 10 years after that. Why have I met her 700 times already? Because what makes one woman the same as the next? They think they're different. And that's the same thing with emotional guys slash hard-headed guys. Meaning, I can tell you the deal. I can tell you where you are, and I can tell you what type of stance you need to be coming from. I, I can help you shape your ideology. If I'm telling you what to do with a particular woman, we've already gone past where we need to be. When I deal with you, it's never to tell you how to get One particular woman. How to deal with one particular woman. See I'm here with this woman. And this happened. This happened. What do I do now? No 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 no. It's not about her. You already made her special in your mind. That to say. I know a guy. I mean. I I know I've been like. Shallow. Putting numbers on it. But we gonna go ahead and do it one more time. She's a solid 6.6. Like dog. And as I say. If I got out this car and walk into this Dunkin Donuts, which I'm about to do, it's going to be a six in there. Chances are. I mean, it's just they're all over the place. So what you're doing is taking all your lack. All your emotions and dumping it on some regular girl. That's it, because I can fix your problem by go getting you another six and then all this belly aching and chasing and. I'm going to get her eventually. If I want something, I know I'm going to get it. All that energy you're putting in, even if you get her, the game really shouldn't reward you for that because it's going to instill in you that it does, quote, work. So you'll be doing that and perpetually have D-plus game. See this guy, he's bellyaching over some regular joint. And it's whack because once again, I'm sitting in a room and I hear all what's going on. She's teasing. He thinks he's flirting, but she's teasing. Now, where he is right now, either he lays with her and he's trying to continue to lay with her or he hasn't laid with her yet. But either way, he's clearly reaching and he wants her better than she wants him. And it's unnecessary You can't dump praise on this woman like that. Admire. Revere. Worship. Because this has as much to do with his lack as her personality. So. You're making her the special six. Now maybe she has a dynamite personality. You know. But this is more about you than her. This ain't about her. So. It just pains me because the funny thing is, when you first knew that I was spitting game and I I consult and stuff like that. Number one, he made the common mistake. Most hardhead, it's not them or it's not me, it's them. You see that? It's not them that thinks like me. I don't think that way. Other men do, though. I know who could use your coaching, Freeze. Well, You. But he's one of those guys. I know who could use your coaching. That guy, he was funny. He don't got it right. He needs your coaching. If you're on earth, my coaching and consultant will benefit you. So you saying somebody else could use it is you in denial, number one. So once he found that I spit game and I put guys up on how to deal with women, and most importantly, it's not about me teaching them to deal with women. That's just like a small little portion I teach you how to deal with and give you a straight, you, the person you are. This is about you. So I get you out of the mind state where you think it's about her and them. No, no, no. You, right? So he's the type like other emotional guys that want to challenge because the first thing they think, especially because we talk with the girl in the room, is how do I look as smart as him? People, deem Freeze is some smart guy or some guy who knows so much. Well, I'll one-up him. And I'll challenge what he says. That's how he thinks. So he got me in there busting off, spitting some top-notch, high-quality game. And he's not having me do it so he can absorb it. He's trying to challenge my stance on things. And to add something slick on the end. I'm like... That's when I realized this is another time when I'm wasting energy giving somebody some fire game. That's why now, dog, you want to chop it up, set up a session, man. We'll chop it up properly. Up that mail, pay that money, you know what I mean? So you invest in it, and we can chop it up. Because more often than not, I give a guy earful, and and there you go. He ain't going to use it. I'm not compensated because you didn't take it and use it. I give you an actionable plan. You're not going to take it and do it. So what's funny is when I first start being around him, I give him an earful. Just to refresh him on who I am and give him a higher understanding of what I do. But after a while, I scale back on it, which is hard for me to do because I get into it, and I just start going and not thinking about why am I doing this? Why am I saying all this? You're not going to use it. You know, that's one of my flaws. I sit there, and I, I give you so much, and then, okay, then I can do nothing with that. Part of you just wants to be entertained. You just want to hear me give you a, a forever clip, a game, so you can be like, wow, he got a weird ideology. You know, he thinks different and all that. But So, all them hours, we sat in there and chopped it up. Months go by, and here you go, doing all the stuff contrary to what I told you you're supposed to do in that position. I mean, I wasn't coaching him, but I was talking about men in general. The problem is, you can't tell somebody straight up you, because that guard going fly. When you talk about men in general, that allows them to have the denial. Which is why, when I talk to guys, I say men in general... And what is your version of it? Because they're not strong enough to hear it directly. You, you, you. That's what the coaching is for. Because it's unsolicited otherwise. So he's doing everything contrary to what I told this guy. And he's just basically a doormat for this chick. Regular joint. That I probably. I'm going to be real. I probably wouldn't even mess with this joint. And she feels that I feel that. And that's how I was just laying around and what, nothing else to do. She came and brought me something to eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> my car don't work. My Uber app backing funny. You know what I mean? I can't really get nowhere. Yeah, I'll kick it with you, six. It's your lucky night. Which is how you're supposed to be, my man. But because you don't have a purpose. Because you don't have drive, because you're stuck in apathy, because you're hard headed, which means you're emotional, you can't control your emotions. You take everything I said, took it as entertainment, and now you're doing everything in reverse of how you were taught. Or how you know to think, by the way. And it's not beneficial. Because we were talking about another guy, me and him, and and I said, yeah, I don't really deal with so-and-so no more. I know he got whatever going on, but I don't touch it because, once again, he doesn't listen, you know. And I said, how do you think that benefits him? He said, how could it benefit him if he doesn't listen? I said, bingo. Right on the numbers. That's my point. And now with him, that's my point. How can it benefit you if you don't listen? Number one, see... What I notice is that I'll make a point and I'll go to elaborate on the point. But any part you are in denial about, you need me to go back and forth, back and forth. And you're saying, well, what about and what about that's not you not understanding. That's you in denial trying not to accept what I'm saying. So I can have a sit down for an hour going over one point instead of me when I'm on this by myself. I just run off. 40 minutes of quality material. So instead of you learning something new for 39 minutes, you got me going over the same thing over and over again. And always remember this. Anything I tell you twice is taking the place of something new I could be teaching you for the first time. Think about that. But even more so than that, be kind, be pleasant, and be great. Freeze this, freeze that.